This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. One of the most common practices during the month of Elul in almost all shuls, except for Sephardic communities, which we'll talk about, is to sound the shofar during the month of Elul. But there's an interesting history behind this minug slash halacha of sounding the shofar during the month of Elul. If you look in the Rishonim, they all tell, point to a Pirkei de Belazer. Pirkei de Belazer itself is a fascinating sefer. It's written by Rebbe Lozer ben Horkinus, who has a fascinating story about his life, how he became who he was. He was a famed student of the Bechel Medzakai, but he started off as a simpleton. He was working in the field, and he had a fight with his father. He wanted to go learn. A whole story, not for now, but just to realize who Rebbe Lozer ben Horkinus was. And he became one of the prized students of Abiyechlem ben Zaka. And he printed what's called Pirkei de Belazer. It's like a shtickel gemara for the most part. And in Pirkei de Belazer, it's very important to read it carefully. In Pirkei de Belazer, Perik Memvaz, it's recorded the following statement. He writes like this. He says that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to be Makabal Luchay Shniyos, he writes, and this is quoted, Pirkei de Belazer, you can get a separate sefer. Pirkei de Belazer, I have a copy. And it's important to know which copy you use. He writes the following. That when, when, when Moshe Rabbeinu went up, he sounded the shofar, and it says over here, he writes, Omar Kodesh Baruch Hu Moshe Allah Alai Yahara, go up, Veviru Shofar Babachana, and they sounded the shofar in the entire camp of the Jewish people. Shari Moshe Lahar, Allah Lahar, Shalayitu Oid Babadazara. Moshe sounded the shofar so the Jewish people shouldn't make a mistake. Hashem was very uplifted by this. This is all the Pirkei de Blazer talking. There's a Takonas Chazal. That's strong terms. That's not a minog. That's a Takonas Chazal like any other Takonas Chazal. That we should blow Shafer every single year. When? On Rosh Chodesh Elul. So Atkan, the Pirkei de Blazer, the way we have it. There we have it in the print. That's the end of the Perkei de Belazer, which means the entire minig was only to blow shofar on Rosh Chodesh There was no minig to blow shofar the whole month because we blew shofar to commemorate Moshe Rabbeinu shofar. Moshe Rabbeinu blew on Rosh Chodesh and after that we're done. So according to the way it's recorded in the Perkei de Belazer, the entire minig to blow shofar should only be on Rosh Chodesh and taka on Rosh Chodesh It's taka takanas chachamim. It's taka the level of any other takanas chazal like Neir Shabbos, Neir Chanukah, any other mitzvah de Rabbanan, so to say. That, but that was only for Rish Chodesh And in many Rishonim, quite a few Rishonim, that's the way they bring down the Perikah, the Belazah, beginning, end, and that's it. Which means there is no minute to blow for the whole Elul. Where does it say it? It doesn't say it anywhere. All we have in the Perikah, the Belazah, is to blow Shafer on Rish Chodesh to commemorate Moshe Rabbeinu Shafer. And that taka was a takanas chazal. If you look, for example... <clears throat> in the Kolboy, Archas Chayim, Machzevichri, Das Kein Levalei Atoises and Parshas Ekev, quite a few Rishonim record the practice of only blowing Shofar on Rosh El and not throughout the entire month of El. However, if you look in the Sefer Amanik, he quotes Minak Tsarfas, a French Minak, to blow the Shofar the entire month. And many Rishonim actually put that into the Rebel- into the Pirkei de Belazer. For example, if you look, if you look, well, Blazer Horkis. Eliezer. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you, Rabbi it. So if you take a look in the Rosh and in the Tor, they have a different girsa in the Pirkei de Belazer. 
they write that he himself says, blow shoy for the entire year. And that's not the gear that we have. And if you take a look at the carbon Nisanel, he points that out right away. The carbon Nisanel says, that's not what it says in the Sefer. But both the Rush and the and a whole list of other Rishonim all have it as part of the Girsa in the Pirkei of the that what? That you should have to blow the whole month. Okay? So now we have a Makar for blowing the whole month. The problem is, what would the logic be to blow the whole month? Now, the way it's split in history was that in Provence, was that in, in Sarfas and in Ashkenaz, what we know is France and Germany, they had the minute to blow the entire month. But in Provence and Italy, those Rishonim never bought into it. And they talk only blue Shafer on Rishonim Shell. Provence, we know, is southern Italy, and Italy, northern Italy. They talk only blue the Shafer on Rishonim Shell. They did not blow the Shafer the entire month because they didn't have that version in the Perikid WS. Now, why would you blow the whole month? Favos. If you're blowing shafers connected to Meishavein, the Meishavein went up to the mountain on Meishavein, but then Meishavein stayed up there. What does that have to do with the rest of the month? So both the Rosh and the Torah give the same reasons. They write two reasons. One is you to do true. You hear the shafer, you get inspired, you get motivated, and that's why we hear the shafer. The second reason they write is What's We want him to keep the satan on his toes. He's going to be all confused. He thinks we only blow shofar two days out of the year, and we blow shofar a whole month. He's so out of whack. He doesn't know when's Rosh Hashanah coming, going. Did he miss it? Is it there yet? And therefore, we blow shofar to confuse him. If you take a look in the Darkei Moshe, the Ramah writes, that's one of the reasons why we're not Mavorchim Chodesh Tishrei. One of the reasons we're not Mavorchim Chodesh Tishrei is we want to keep the satan in the dark. We don't want him to know when Rosh Chodesh Tishrei is, so he shouldn't know when Rosh Hashanah is. That's the second reason brought down in those Rishonim. There's also, again, an Ashkenazim adapted like the Rosh and the Tor, and they tack a blow every single day of the 30 days. But again, it was not always like that. Parts of Europe, Italy, and southern Italy, they did not blow Shoifer every day. They only blew Shoifer during Rosh Chodesh itself. Now, when, on Rosh Chodesh, when do you blow the Shoifer? So if you read it, it doesn't tell you when to blow it. It just says that you should blow it. So many people assume that you blew it in the morning. They have a cheshmer that Moshe Rabbeinu went up in the morning. So if Moshe Rabbeinu blew in the morning, we too should blow in the morning. But it's interesting, if you look in the Torah and the Rosh, they bring down the minute to blow boiker ve'erev. Shachris ve'arvis. Blow twice a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. And that's the minigrinus. They record minigrinus was also to blow ve'arvis. And that's what the Ramah records in Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah writes, the minig is to blow both Shachris ve'arvis. We had a discussion, we talked about it a few weeks ago on Shabbos, that arvis doesn't mean nighttime, the Pashtas. Arvis probably means mincha time, or if they have a early, but it wasn't Laila Mamish, at least not according to Rev Moshe Feinstein. But uh, however, it is interesting, the Shabbat Aleket records the practice that they used to blow only on Rosh Chodesh, and they take a blue at night. They blew the night of Rosh Chodesh. They didn't blow during the day. They take a blow the Shafer at night, and in Prague, the Al-Yirabba writes in Prague, they used to blow Shafer at night, Mamish at night, because they used to blow it Matzi Shabbos, and they wrote, you have to do it after Havdalah. So they mamish, mamish, would blow it at the darkness of night. And the Matafrayim writes that I never saw anyone in my town blow Shafer Belayla. So today, predominantly, even those who blow it twice in the afternoon, they don't blow it at Layla, they blow it sometime before the Shkia. They didn't do anything. I have no idea if they blew during El. I have no idea. Again. I don't know. No, so they assume that in the could be they didn't blow the whole Chaydish all the time that they said That might have been a letter development from the Rishayim. That they only blown Rosh Chaydish, and that, according to many, was whenever Moshe Bain went up. What did they do in subsequent years? I don't know. They probably didn't blow it in the morning. 
in the base of Megiddo today, I would assume, I would assume they blew once. I, I, I mean, why is the base of Megiddo different than the rest of the Jewish community? It's not a chiyuv. I mean, that error that they made the Jewish community. What did they do? I don't know. The base of Megiddo was around. What did they do? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. The first thing that you say there was no kiddush hakodesh. They did make kiddush hakodesh for Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying today. I'm talking about today. The Ramah was talking about today. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when they used to. Blow. So that's the first one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when they used to blow. I don't know. It's a good question. If we knew that, then we wouldn't have a machoikish rishonim about what to do now. There's no reason why the basic English time should be so drastically different than today. I don't know. So um, the other shaila is when do we stop blowing? So many, many rishonim write that you're supposed to blow till uh, the whole month. Why stop? Blow the whole month. Get a full month of blowing. Rabbi Isaac Turn now quotes the, quotes the practice which the Ramah grabs and what Ashkenazim Jewry hold on to is that we stop blowing on Erev Rosh Hashanah. We blow up to except for Erev Rosh Hashanah. Why do we stop on Erev Rosh Hashanah? So they give two reasons. Either to confuse the Satan again or to show a differentiation between Shaifer of obligation versus Shaifer of only Rishos. But if you look in many of the German Rishonim they take a blow, Shaifa, they stop blowing three days before. That's the minute. Marami Rundberg already quotes this minute that they stop three days before. And this is also the minute of Frankfurt, is they stop three days before Rosh Hashanah, not Arab Rosh Hashanah like Isaac Turner, like the Ramah writes in Shulchan Aruch. There's another Shaila about how much you're supposed to blow during El, how much to blow. So the Bach writes that you have to blow a Tashrat, a Tarat, and a Tashat. So writes the Bach. Why? Because since we don't know what anything is, so you got to blow everything for all possibilities. So we blow everything. And then we have to blow a set of Tashat, Tarat, and Tashat. So writes the Bach. But the Bach writes at the end, But no one really does that. No one really keeps that practice. But the Bach does record it. Taka Minik Frankfurt, Chabad, quite a few Hasidic circles, quite a few Hasidic circles, Taka blow like that. They blow a Tashat, a Tarat, and a Tashrat. A lot, quite a, quite a few Hasidic circles, and Chabad does it as well, as well as Minik Frankfurt, not like what the Bach says, the Oilom is Noig, they blow like the Bach thinks you should. Today, many Ashkenazi communities just blow one Tashrat to be Yitzah, everything. What about the Svardim? So the Svardim don't blow the Shoifer after davening like we Ashkenazim do, but they blow it during the Slichas. That's what most of the Svardish communities, they blow during the Slichas, but however, not all Svardim are the same. I saw in the Tunisian Svardim, they talk, don't blow it Elul, they only blow it during the Slichas, during Asesime Tshuva. And Moroccan, I don't think, blow it at all. But there's a, not all Svardim are created equally. Different Menhagim, even amongst the Svardish, the Svardish of uh, Paiskim. Now it's interesting, I would have thought that even the Svardim would have to blow at least on Moshkadish Elul. It's, it's before you break the blazer. I would think that much they would have to do. But in any case, if you take a look in the Rivay Sefran, the Ephraim Gumat has an interesting Shaila. He says, if you take the words of the Rush in the Torah literally, that there was taka takonas chazal to blow shayfer and elul, so why is there no bracha? Every other takonas chazal we make a bracha. Chazal make a takonah light Shabbos candles. They make a takonah to light Hanukkah candles. They make a takonah this, that, and the other one make a bracha. Why don't we make a bracha on this? So the truth is, it's really dependent on how you read the Rishonim. If you assume that the takonas chazal was to blow only on Rosh Chodesh Elul and not the rest of the month, so then it's not a cash on the rest of the month. It still might be a cash on Rosh Chodesh El. If you take a look at the Nitta Gavril, he writes, so let's say, for example, a person can only hear Shoifer one day out of the whole month. Which day should he choose? He writes, he should choose Rosh Chodesh. Because Rosh Chodesh is the one day that's for sure the highest level of obligation. Everything else might be a minog or later invention. But Rosh Chodesh? That's what Maishu Abbeinu did. 
So at best, that, that day at least you should have the kasha, why don't we make a bracha? But the rest of the days, it could be that the rest of the days were made up by the times of the Rishonim. If it was made up by the Rishonim, you don't have to make a bracha. But if Ephraim Grima gives an interesting terrors, it needs Hezbollah, I think. He says because the Takanas Chazal wasn't so much to blow the Shaifim. The Takanas Chazal was to get inspiration to be Mesayur B'Tshuva via the Shaifim. So the Shaifim is merely an instrument to create a Sayur's B'Tshuva. And he writes, therefore, if you'd be able to get an Sayur from something else, that would also be good. And therefore, since the actual Takanat Chazal wasn't the Shaifa, you don't make a bracha. That's very schwer because it's not, it's not what it says. It sounds like it's... I mean, let's, for example, one morning, instead of blowing a Shaifa, the rabbi gets up and gives a Moshe Shmuz, which is more inspiring than any Shaifa. Would you tell me the Shul did the right thing? Of course they did the wrong thing. He's supposed to blow a Shaifa. That's what Chazal wanted you to do. You want to know the why. The why is a secondary question. So this terrorist to me is very hard to understand. The mitzvah was to blow the Shaifa. That's what Chazal wanted you to do. Now, the reason was for the Osiris, but at the end of the day, they want you to blow Shoifer. So, very sorry, it's a good question. Why Taka is there no Bracha if it's Taka, Takanas Chazal? So, why is there no Bracha? The whole, there's an interesting shayel. There's a lot of halachas to get to. Maybe on Thursday we'll get into more of them. But just right off the bat, there's an interesting shayel that they're and talk about. Can a cotton blow the Shoifer during El? Let's say you have a shul, you have a bunch of adults, you have a minion of adults, but the cotton is the only one who knows how to blow the Shoifer. Or I'll make it even more, more, more uh, controversial. Let's say the only person who could blow the shafer is a lady. Real controversial. Okay. Lady is the only one who could blow the shafer. But she'd be allowed to blow the shafer during El. So when it comes to shafer, Shal Rashad, of course they can't blow. They're not mechoyim. You can't have an ain of being might to you. But what about shafer de El? So the Achreinim don't talk about my case. I guess uh, they don't want to get involved in a woman. They talk about Ketanim. And most of the Achreinim, right? Avada, 100% of Katan can blow the shafer Chayi the reason why he doesn't is it's not cover that seaboard to put a kid up to, the, uh, to do something that an adult should do. However, if there is no adult available, adult doesn't know how to do it, about the 100% the country should blow the shape. What about an Isha? So I'm assuming they'll tell you it's not cover that seaboard for a lady to get up in a group of men. What happens if he stands behind the machitza? Okay, I don't know, you'd have to work it out. But at least for a cotton, it's partial that a cotton could blow if there's no one else who could blow. The other shayel that the Quran talk about is how, do you have to be medactic? Uh, for the tkiyas, you know, you have to be didactic that the, the shvarm chua sounds right and the tkiyas is the right length and the chua is the right length and the achwenim all agree you do not have to. This is not a tkiyah dechayva. It doesn't have to be perfect sounded. This is really just a serious b'tshuva. Many achwenim all you can even use a shayfa that's possible. I always wonder if you can make, you know, with your phone, if you can make a sound that sounds like a shayfa, that also be good. Chayra, you know, why not? Why are they even using shayfa shabzula? It's not a shayfa. It's not a shayfa. So uh, I'm assuming they, they obviously didn't have that at times that we shine him. But the point is, we're not so makbid at all the nitty-gritty details when it comes to this. Then they have a shayla, why aren't women mechoyiv in this shayfa? So the easy answer is because women aren't mechoyiv in the real shayfa. But this is a different type of shayfa. This shayfa is a sayur b'tshuva. Women should be a sayur b'tshuva. Why don't women need a sayur b'tshuva? I don't understand. If the reason why the shayfa is because it's connected to the shayfa of Rosh Hashanah, you're right. Women are part of shayfa of Rosh Hashanah. They're part of this. But this is not to do with shayfa of Rosh Hashanah. This is a sayur b'tshuva. Women also need a sayur b'tshuva. So the simple answer is because at the end of the day, it's a mitzvah to say shayfa man grama, and women are potter. So about the women are potter, 100% women don't have to come here to shayfa. They don't have to, I tell everyone a secret. They don't have to hear the shayfa on Rosh Hashanah either. Contrary to popular opinion. They're part of Shaifa Shah Rosh Hashanah also. Why they make everyone crazy, I don't know, but they're part of So Kosha came the Potter from the Shaifa when it comes to uh, El also. The big Shaila we'll have to get to on Thursday is what happens if you miss a minion? Person's away, he's traveling, vacation, this, that, and the other, and he's away, and there's no Shaifa. Is he Mikhoyev to hear the Shaifa even if he didn't dive in the Tzibur? Is the Shaifa Shal El Khoyvas Tzibur? Like uh, like uh, Kriya Satira maybe? 
or the Shaibishalal, the Khaibis Yach, like it is on Rosh Hashanah, and obviously the numerous Nafkimin that come out will have to be another talk about that maybe on uh, on Thursday.